You're listening to How I Sell, a podcast built for early career sales professionals. You'll hear stories, best practices, and guidance from top sales leaders on what it takes to become a sales superstar. Today's episode is made possible by Ramped Careers. Ramped is on a mission to build the next generation of workforce-ready talent. Today, I'm so excited to bring Tim Teeter to our show. Tim is the Vice President of Business Development at YayPay. Tim is a master relationship builder in a world that's full of sharks. He is one of the nicest people that you'll run into. Thank you for joining us today, Tim. Thanks, Manoj. Uh, glad to be here. And listen, I've, I've known you for a while, and we, we have a history of working uh, with each other. But for those that, that don't know you, who is Tim Teeter? Oh, goodness. Um, let's see. I have worked at startups for the, the last quarter of my career. So from just from a, a professional standpoint, I've, I've really pivoted from working at um, some larger companies. I, I worked at Oracle. I've worked at um, uh, Pearson Education. I, I've worked at um, a couple of other uh, larger uh, banks in, in a, a previous, um, previous life. But over the last, uh, I would say, decade or decade and a half, I've, I've really focused on more kind of the startup um, type of uh, business, startup culture. Um, and, and so that from a professional perspective, I, I've really shifted my, myself from uh, large to kind of the small uh, pers- uh, perspective when it comes to the, the types of uh, companies that I work with. From a personal perspective, uh, Tim Teeter, I'm, I'm a runner. I'm, I, I run um, marathons. I've, I've been doing that since uh, the better part of uh, the, uh, since the mid nineties. So I've, I've run uh, 11 marathons and hopefully COVID uh, willing, I'll be able to, to get back and, and uh, get back on my, my training schedule and, and get back to running those types of things because I really, uh, really do enjoy it. It's a, it's a great way to stay in shape have a, a family, uh, live in Minneapolis, um, have, um, Oh, let's see, two girls uh, that, that uh, are, 12 and 16, and one is actually um, learning to drive as we speak. So um, knock on wood, I'm, I'm going to uh, be white knuckling it here until she gets her, uh, gets her license and, and gets on the road. <laughs> That's amazing, Tim. Thanks for, uh, thanks for sharing that. And uh, while, while we're at it, do you also want to address the uh, fun background that you have? I know you're a, a huge, huge fan. You know so yeah, well, I'm, share your love. For, for those who are, uh, who are familiar with this uh, scene, I'm, I'm a Badger. Um, so I went to the University of Wisconsin-Madison, uh, and this is my, my happy place. This is the um, Memorial Union Terrace. I, I worked there. I, I spent a lot of time there as a student and going back in as an alumni, uh, going to, to the various football games. So uh, it's just it's a great place and, and a phenomenal um, atmosphere. That's awesome. Let's, let's start there, Tim, if, if we may. You're, you're a student. Um, you went to school for accounting. You're, you're probably sitting outdoors and, and working on your debits and credits, just about <laughs> to graduate. What was going on in the back of your mind? Uh, did you have a pulse on what you wanted to do professionally? Did you know that you'd be a you know, BD rock star, or <laughs> what was what was uh, what was happening then? You know, uh, I, I will have to say no. I mean, I, I've I've taken. I mean, you and I were just speaking about this. I, I took a fairly, it, it wasn't a very linear uh, path to to get to this point in my career. So, um, starting out in, in Madison, um, I actually started at Mar- Marquette University before moving to Madison. So, um, I, I transferred after my freshman year, but. Um, I, I always wanted to do something in business, always wanted to do something related to accounting. I was always pretty good with, with numbers and, and, um, 
and I always felt that if you are good at accounting, you kind of know how businesses work. You, you know how, how things work. You, you can possibly plug yourself into a finance team or into a sales operations team or um, just across the board. It, it seemed to me to be a, a really good general um, uh, course of study for, for a kid my age to come out of college and, and I, I think have a, a little bit of um, maneuverability to, in your career. A lot of my friends went into the, at the time, I would think it was big six, now it's big four, um, CPAs, uh, CPA firms, they, they went and got their, their CPA. I never uh, wanted to get my CPA, so I, I decided to um, uh, just uh, find a, a role and, and uh, uh, got, actually got a job at a bank and uh, did some internal audit uh, function there for a little while and worked in, in their compliance, uh, corporate compliance department for a little while. So that uh, scratched the, the itch, but um, I always was um, uh, technical. And, and so I, I moved from the, the corporate compliance side more into a business analyst type of a role. And that's really where I got introduced into, into software and into the technology realm and into the various projects. And, and so to me, that was, I, I think, the turning point in, early in my career where, where I shifted from uh, the, the accounting side mm -hmm. into more of the, the technology or technical side of things. And so I, I worked at a company by the name of U.S. Bank um, here in Minneapolis. They, they're actually one of the top um, uh, largest banks in, in the United States. And so I got uh, my feet wet in their internal IT group and did a lot of projects for the various branches and for the various um, uh, credit scoring systems internally. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, that's how I got my start in uh, the career um, it, it married the accounting side up a little bit and yeah. uh, w with kind of more of my penchant for the technical side of things. Got it. And so you, you quickly realized early on, you still haven't, you know, really wrapped your head around the fact that, you know, where you would really shine is, is in this whole world of building complex relationships, yep. relationships. Early on, you did this for a few years. It looks like you took a break to go back to business school. Is that? Is that I, I did. Yeah, I, I um, um, moved from U.S. Bank. I, I worked at Oracle, which actually married up the accounting with the technical side of things. So I um, was an implementation consultant with their ERP uh, solutions. So that was kind of the, to me, that was the, the, um, the role that opened up um, everything, the, everything in my career. Um, from there, I, I, I did go back to um, graduate uh, degree at University of Minnesota. Um, as you can tell, my background is not the University of Minnesota, it's University of Wisconsin, but um, I, I will uh, claim to be a, a gopher, but um, I'm, I'm a, a badger at heart. Um, so yes, I did go back, I did get my MBA, and I, I think ha having worked at the, the bank and having worked at um, Oracle, I wanted to take a little bit of a different slant because uh, being in on the product side, I, I, I really wanted to be in more of the product management type of a role where, where you are uh, really the CEO of, of your own, your own product. And, and so you, you own the PNL, you, you own the product direction, you, you owned um, a lot of the relationship side of things. So for me, going back and, and uh, getting my um, master's degree in, in uh, uh, marketing and IS and, and, um, with this emphasis on supply chain, it, it really helped me broaden my, my skill set. And uh, from there, I was able to um, uh, garner a few roles on the product management side and product marketing. And that's, to me, that, that's really where the, the itch, um, I always felt entrepreneurial. 
uh, mm -hmm. with, with um, it, I always had that um, feeling that I really wanted to be more entrepreneurial. But um, being in that type of a role, you got to work with partners all the time. And, and mm -hmm. to me, working with the, the partners was, was um, uh, the, the entry point into the, the startup world where I, where I, and where I ultimately met you uh, a few years ago when we started working together at, at Yepay. Uh, so, I mean, even up until this point, right, it, it looks like you've, you, you held on to a, a business analyst role, uh, found your niche with things that are technical in nature, switched to product marketing. There's a common theme connecting all of them, uh, but they're also very different roles, mm -hmm. just looking at it objectively. How did you manage to get yourself in front of so many hiring managers and spin a story and uh, a consistent message to be able to get these roles. Because the reason I ask this is, is because oftentimes a lot of folks that, you know, want to, let's say, switch to a career in sales or BD, uh, feel like they may not be able to do so. And that the only path into it is if you start as a BDR and then maybe become an account manager and then maybe work your way up. But right. you know, this is your, your story is a case study in there's other ways you can get there. Uh, mm -hmm. However, I'm curious to like learn a little more about the tactical. How did you get there? How did you convince all these people to give you jobs and then make <laughs> that switch? Um, well, my just as you can see, my my um, lively personality and and uh, um, rugged good looks. And so, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, it, that's that's actually a, a great question because I've always positioned myself up for my next uh, my next role. Mm -hmm. I, I've always kind of architected my career to a point where, yes, I, I enjoy doing this for a while, but like, what's that next, what's that next step? What's that next um, mountain to climb? What's that next career opportunity? And so from just going back to the, the U.S. bank side of things and, um, and being the business analyst, um, I always felt, you know what, I was never in charge of the product. I, I kind of wanted to be um, in charge of, of uh, more of the product side. And, and so I got my feet wet at Oracle. Um, uh, got that, that role opened up a whole host of other opportunities. Um, but, um, in between that and going back to school, um, I, I always kind of felt that, um, uh, my background in accounting, um, uh, being a recovering accountant, I always like to call myself, I, I'm, um, not, not truly a, a CPA, but, uh, recovering marry up the the accounting with the the ERP background mm -hmm. and having the just build that network of of um, acquaintances and and uh, it just from sales all the way down to product all the way down to support just um, if, if there is any um, word of wisdom that I could do is uh, that I could say never burn a bridge always um, always connect with everybody in your organization from every walk of life from support down to uh, or all the way up to the, the top of the sales, just because you, you never know how it's going to impact you in your career. Um, and, and so um, I, I think uh, getting back to your original question, I've always kind of nurtured my career to look at what's that next role. And, and mm -hmm. so from product marketing, I was able to um, develop a, a great relationship with um, the head of business development at um, Avalara, mm -hmm. and um, which is a uh, um, which was at the time it was a startup. It was a forty-person startup when I started working with them when I was um, doing product marketing at um, Epicor, and I, I always marveled at they they um, they they were cowboys. 
Mm -hmm. um, I always marveled at their uh, ingenu in ingenuity yeah. and how they kind of wound their way into the organization. They, they, were, they weren't always good, uh, uh, good citizens just because they, they were building a business and they were, yeah. they were just um, bootstrapping it up from the, from the ground up. And so I started working with them early, early on. And I just, um, uh, th that was my first taste at really what working with a true startup. And, and right then and there, that's, that's when I got the bug. And I, I felt to myself, you know, um, I, 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 I think some, a company like Avalara uh, would really benefit from uh, working. I, I would, uh, they would benefit from working with me and I would uh, benefit from working with them. And, and so I, like I said, I built the great relationship uh, mm -hmm. up with the, the sales team and the product team and the business development team that um, uh, we, we built a, a really um, great business between uh, Epicor and Avalara. And mm -hmm. when the timing was right, um, I, I jumped ship and uh, was able to go on to um, at the time, which was um, a, a relatively small company. I think I joined Avalara when it was maybe a hundred people or so Um when I left uh, three years ago to join Yepay, I think we were upwards of between 1,500 and 2,000 employees and, and uh, have grown through a number of acquisitions. And, and a lot of it was really just growing um, through just um, um, adding people. And it was, it was uh, such, such a, a great experience. And I got to work in all levels of the organization. And that's really where I started my, my journey on, on the business development side. It's been relatively recent within the last decade, um, yeah. seven, to, seven to 10 years that I really started to um, uh, work with it. But um, it, it was nurtured extensively throughout my career, not, not in business development, but in product because I built those relationships um, with these people and case in point, I had a, um, a meeting with a, a good friend of mine from uh, the, my early days at Epicor and he's moved on to another company and I've moved on to another company, but we kept in touch. And as a result, we're, we're actually going to um, have a, a partnership uh, between uh, Yepe and, and um, uh, the, the, the company he works for. So it's, um, just a testament to building the network, keeping the network, staying in touch, never burning a bridge and just, um, uh, just keep it, having your eye on, on what's, what's next. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's incredible that you mentioned that and you, you've said this a couple of times. Uh, again, I've had the, the, the good fortune of, of having firsthand work with you and, I think you're one of the few people that is incredibly good at this, uh, not just building a relationship one-off, but maintaining it, nurturing it, growing it. And I think you treat, that's my unbiased perspective, is you treat a professional relationship not very much different from a personal relationship. I think you're a genuinely nice guy. Now, for those that you know, may not have the skill naturally, and I don't know how much of it is, is natural for you. I don't want to make the assumption. Uh, mm. You may very well have, have had to work towards it. What tactical advice do you have? If I came to you and said, Tim, I'm not, I'm not naturally good at this. It doesn't come to me. Uh, and yet I'm tasked with, um, of having to do this. And it's the right thing to do. How do you think about this, right? I, I run into a new person. You make it seem so effortless, but I wonder, you know, what are the inner workings of it? How do you make it happen? I always, um, I, I, I like to solve problems with technology. And so um, what, what made, I, I always like to say this, what made Avalara um, make accountants teary-eyed 
was just seeing the demo of the solution, showing how their life could be massively different after, um, before and after um, implementing a, a solution like Avalara mm -hmm. and for sales and use tax automation for those who, who don't uh, understand it. It's a huge painful problem for any finance organization that has, um, uh, that has any exposure in more than five or, or six or seven states. And actually um, with today's tax environment, it actually could be one or two states. But um, at the end of the day, I love um, solving problems with technology and applying technology to problems. And, and that's what um, Avalara does and, and that's what Yepay does. And so to me, it, it's, um, it, it, it is about the relationship. It is about being personable and, and um, being empathetic and putting yourself in, in somebody else's shoes. But if, if your solution can solve a problem for somebody else and for a business, and, and it could be done through a, a, a great ROI, Avalara always had a, a great ROI. Yepay has a tremendous ROI when it comes to um, uh, applying the technology and, and getting a payback on that, that um, investment in that technology becomes uh, immediate within the, in, within the first few months. But I, I always start with the problem and then work my way into um, how the relationship can and should work. There, there are some relationships that are very transactional and you, you should know that going in and it, it's not going to be necessarily a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. And and so therefore you, you kind of have to treat those relationships as transactional and and put them off to the side and uh, um, work them as they as they come up or or as uh, as needed, but um, it, it's to me it's it, it's just being able to have the vision to understand what what's more transactional and then what's more long term and and mm -hmm. the the longer term relationships those take sometimes take years to, to come to fruition. And, and it's, it's all about nurturing, uh, when the, when the push, when the pull, um, and it's, um, uh, so you, you are, you're in essence, just, uh, I, I liken it to keeping the plate spinning, you know, you know, kind of, you put the, the plate on, on a wooden rod and you're kind of run around and, and, uh, you, you keep them spinning. Um, it, it's almost a, a very large game of doing that in, in partnerships because, you, you have to let things sail off and then ha have them potentially come back to you and, and uh, using a kind of a, a boat analogy. But then there are others who take constant attention uh, to keep the, the plate up. So um, it, it's um, to me, it's just kind of learning the, the balance between which partnerships are really going to pay off, mm -hmm. which partnerships um, you can apply technology to and, and which are much more uh, tr transactional in nature. Mm hmm. You know, it, it reminds me about the, uh, the, the the stamina and the willingness to kind of play the the long game and uh, the willingness to just stick with it that you need to actually run a marathon. Mm -hmm. When you think about it, right? It's not it's delayed gratification. Uh, the process may be long. You may need to speed up some places. You may need to slow down some places. You may need to be aware of yourself. I mean, it's, that's a great analogy. I never even thought about it. The first half is fun. The real, the second half is, is really, <laughs> really not so fun. And the last couple of miles suck. But once you're done it, there's euphoria, <laughs> right? Does this, uh, do you think your, your, your passion for, for running kind well, of translates into being I, I guess it's the just, other way around? It's just my temperament, really. I mean, I, I'm fairly patient and, uh, uh, I, I'm, I, um, don't force things if, if they don't need to be forced. And, and so I, I think really at the end of the day, that it's just my temperament that I, I can uh, play the long game and I, I don't have 
impatience for when a partnership is going a little sideways or, or potential partnership is going a little sideways. Yeah. So, you know, it looks like from, from what you've shared so far, uh, the keys to, uh, keys to being a good business development professional or even a business development leader is one building, maintaining and nurturing those relationships to being acutely aware of what your prospect or what your partner's pain points are and having a set of solutions or a solution uh, that will address it. Uh, because if that's there, it looks like everything else will sort itself out. Mm-hmm. Um, and three, just understanding that there may be different ways that a relationship can be structured and uh, benefit may not be you know, imminent or right away, but right. there's different ways you can think about it. Is that, is that about right? Yeah, that, that's uh, exactly right. Every partnership is like a snowflake, right? It's, <laughs> it, it's got different angles, different sizes, different shapes. Um, there, there's never um, a, a straight line from point A to point B. Every partnership wants to be, um, every partner likes to be treated a little differently. Some like a more uh, proactive approach where you're kind of in their face and, and in front of their sales team and, and um, uh, ma- making uh, inroads to, to their partnership channel. And, and uh, but others are, are much more like, hey, we'll call you when we need you. Don't bug us, okay? Um, and, and those those are the ones that are more transactional in nature where you, you kind of put them off to the side and, and uh, pull them out when you need. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, you know, clearly there have been folks that have, uh, that have helped you and been uh, a mentor and a source of support for you, uh, especially because of the take that you have on, on relationships. Anybody in particular that, that you'd like to, you know, thank? Call out? Uh, yeah, call yeah, out. Yeah, no, absolutely. There, there are, are a couple of... Um, People that I've worked with, um, and, and mostly at, uh, I would say at Avalara, um, I, I think a uh, gentleman by the name of uh, Kim Hayden, um, he and I had uh, really structured the relationship at um, Epicor, between Epicor and Avalara. Um, he's been a, a great mentor of mine. He's, he's kind of um, taught me the, the ropes when it comes to um, partnships and, and, um, uh, and, and the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the ugly is the, the, the contract side of things sometimes. And, and uh, the, the good is uh, going to the events and having a little fun. Right. So um, it, it's um, at, at the end of the day, it's um, he, he's, he's been uh, re- remarkably um, helpful in my career. And, and, and likewise, he, he's learned a lot from me, I, I think, and it's been a, a very good uh, relationship. Um, another gentleman that I worked with um, uh, first at uh, between Avalara and Epicor was Marshall Kushnerik. Um, he was the, the global head of business development at um, Avalara, and and he and I he he I was uh, uh, he hired me at, at Avalara, so I have him to thank for um, just uh, the, the the job, the role, and and probably for the career in business development, really, because he was the the one that gave me the um, initially the the leash to uh, to do what I wanted to do. That's amazing. Uh, it's it's so nice to hear you know that there are people that are out there that are willing to invest in you and and, and support in you. And I hope that you know anyone that's listening to this podcast will you know a find these people, surround themselves you know with people like this, but also give back. Um, and I think that's a critical component of relationship building is is treating it as a as a two way street. Uh, yeah. No. Tim, likewise. Yeah. Last question for you. Um, 
let's just jump on a time machine. If you could go back in time and you found a, <laughs> a, a younger, you know, not, not to say that you're, you're, you're old by any means. Younger, better looking, <laughs> better in you, shape. <laughs> I think you age, I think you age with time, Tim, nah. given that I've kind of seen you four years ago and now all, you're all this, all this gray is, uh, <laughs> is just a testament to the, to being part of a startup culture, I think. <laughs> But if you could go back in time and you saw a younger version of Tim Teeter you know, sitting, sitting at that yard outside and, 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 and going through accounting homework and you could just go and give one piece of advice from all the years of experience you've had and what, what you've uh, learned, what would that be? It could be personal, it could be professional, but what would you, what would you tell young Tim? Yeah, l- listen, I, the, the path I took to get here, I mean, th- this is the, I mean, where, where I'm at now is, is where I'd like to be for a very long time. I, I love um, working at um, startup companies. I, I love working with technology. Um, love ha- having the network I have um, right now. I, I'm not sure I would have started. I, uh, I, I think I would have chosen a, a different um, major in college than, other than accounting. I, I might have chosen something within business. Um, but it, it might've been something closer to sales, quite frankly, because I've, I've always ha- kind of had the, um, uh, the entrepreneurial gene, um, spirits, uh, whatever, what have you, I, I think I would have, um, gone more into a, a salesy type of a role or not, not necessarily like straight up net new sales, but, uh, something, um, along those lines. And, and I think I would have, um, chosen to, to work at smaller companies from the get-go. I, I really do like uh, working at uh, small um, organizations where you have a lot of impact. You can, you can see on a day-in, day-out basis the impact that you have at the, at the company, the, the partnerships that you grow, the, the sales that you make. They, they really do have an impact on everybody. And, and um, just I, I, love to, um, I, I love to see things grow. So if I were just to have some advice, I would have told myself, don't, don't settle, don't stick at a job, which um, it might not necessarily um, be your cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And I, I think um, follow, follow your, your entrepreneurial um, gene, which was the, the one that I had. Uh, I think I was going to start scratching it um, later in my career, but uh, I'm glad I'm here. That's amazing, Tim. Thank you for uh, thank you for spending time with us. Um, we got we got some some great pieces of uh, information and advice from you. I've gotten to know you a little bit better through this exercise, and again, really appreciate your time. Thank you, pleasure. <laughs>